This is Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, with your host Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and as usual, I'm joined by my mom, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our co-host, Tony Shore. Now, if at any point during today's show you want to get a little bit more information about what, on what we're talking about, Give us a call right away at 715-355-4445, or of course you can visit us online at retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbuska.com. Make sure you check out the radio page. You can listen to some of the past shows, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and of course you can also catch up on our TV show. If you've missed any recent episodes, uh, we've got a few of them out there on the website for you to check out. All sorts of great topics on the TV show as well. So if you've never caught an episode, I would highly encourage you to do so. Check your local listings uh, and uh, and make sure you tune in for Financially Speaking every weekend. And also, don't hesitate to reach out to us to schedule a complimentary consultation with one of our advisors. You can do so again by calling 715-355-4445 or going directly to our website, retirewithbushka.com, and click on that yellow Book Now button. Now, the last couple of years have been something of a roller coaster for the market. Uh, Things were humming along pretty well until, of course, early 2020 when the economy was essentially shut down because of COVID. And uh, after that uh, financial shock, the market, of course, took off uh, pretty quickly once again after that. And lately, however, things have been a little shakier. Uh, Lots more ups and downs, uncertainty. Uh, It's what we call good old-fashioned market volatility. And when you've carefully curated a financial strategy that you hope will get you to and through retirement, uh, well, uh, market volatility can feel like a kick in the teeth for some people. So on our show today, we're going to look at some potential ideas that you may want to implement during times of volatility. But first, let's make sure to say hello to everyone here with me today. Uh, Sue and Tony. Tony, how are we doing today? I am doing great. Uh, I'm excited about the show because Man, this is all I've been hearing about is market volatility. I mean, that and inflation, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. And the combo platter of both that we're dealing with right now. I mean, the markets have been crazy. I mean, we're down 10 to 12% on the year for for 2022 so far uh, in the market. So uh, people get concerned. They get emotional when it comes to market volatility, especially coupled with the current inflation. So uh, a great topic, what we can do about market volatility or to hedge against it and uh, what we need to do or not do with our finances uh, during times like this. I'm excited about it. Uh, But Sue, how have you been? Are you keeping busy over there? Are you keeping an eye on Cole? 
Oh, always, always. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Somebody's got to keep yeah. me in line over here, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's been extremely busy, and it's going to be nice and warm. We're actually going to go into the 80s next next week. I'm just can't believe it. We never even had spring. I know. <laughs> well, we I did it. So, but I'm ready for no snow, no rain, uh, and yeah. no cold. That's what I'm me ready for. Me too. Yeah, I know. I, I saw on the on the news yesterday they were talking about how in April, sixty eight percent of the days were cloudy. <laughs> I know it was a I'm horrible like, month. I just for need weather. some sunshine. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. Windy, cold, and rainy. Yeah, it's just no the wonder we were, No wonder we were all depressed. <laughs> yeah, it do, it doesn't help moods. That's for sure. No. And especially stock market doesn't help either. <laughs> no, yeah, it right? doesn't. So, what do you have for us on this uh, market volatility, Sue? Well, there was a recent Investopedia article entitled Tips for Long-Term Investors in Volatile Markets, and it has some excellent information. Now, at the uh, outset, the article emphasizes that market volatility is inevitable. And I think that's a very important thing to remember, because much like just about everything else in our lives, the, the market won't always enjoy smooth sailing. I mean, that's just not realistic. But before I push further into our topic, let me remind you that when we talk about the market and investing on our show, we do so in general terms. Now, that's because we just don't have enough time to highlight all the pros and cons, as well as the rules and regulations that come with placing assets in the market. And if the market is part of your financial strategy, I do believe that working with a financial services professional is critical. Oh, it, for sure. I mean, that's the key right there. Uh, that's the first step is having a plan, working with somebody like yourselves. And I'm glad you brought that up because people who listen to the show on a regular basis know that uh, we're all advocates for working with fiduciaries, somebody who's looking out for your best interest. Uh, you have to have a plan from a financial services professional. And, and that's how you, when times like this uh come along, market volatility, which they will, uh, you're ready for it. You don't need to panic. So uh, your financial future and your retirement is just too important to try to go it alone. I couldn't have said it better myself, Tony. And also, especially in time periods like what we're dealing with right now, communication is extremely important. So if people don't feel like they're you know, getting the service that they need from their current financial professional, it might be a good time to look at a new one. But uh, moving back to our topic, let's also take a moment to look at how market volatility is measured. Now, in the simplest terms, it's measured using the standard deviation of the return on your investment over a defined period of time. Now, standard deviation is a, a statistical construct that profiles the total variation or deviation that can typically be expected and is the square root of the variance of returns. Hopefully you all followed that. <laughs> right. <laughs> it seems a little confusing, but of course it is something to watch. Now, the volatility of various types of investments will shift based on how much and how often their prices move over a certain period of time. So as an example, the article notes the S&P 500 may have a standard deviation of roughly 15%. Now, a more stable investment like a CD will typically have a standard deviation of close to zero because its return never varies, according to that article. Wow. Hey, you know, uh, w when you were going through that, Cole, 
Uh, my, I started to, you know, the eyes glazed over, but uh, I think uh, to put it in uh, layperson's terms, a volatile market then would mean there's a lot of rapid fluctuations combined with significant trading. Do I have that about right? At which relates to high standard deviation. Exactly. There you go. There you go. So, Sue, what's next? Well, first of all, I think the folks at Investopedia would give you a standing ovation for that explanation. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and Investopedia, yeah. that's a made-up word anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> now, as for dealing with market volatility, the article recommends avoiding it altogether by keeping your money invested and not getting caught up in the news about short-term fluctuation. Now, I certainly understand that this can be easier said than done, especially when you're watching your portfolio take a serious beating. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's hard not to get emotional and make uh, have a knee-jerk reaction. I mean, if you're sitting there watching your portfolio lose about 40% of its value during a bear market, uh, that would frighten a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. And it's completely understandable. You know, I mean, we see it all the time, obviously, with people coming in for initial consultations that aren't sure if they have the right plan in place. They, they can panic a little bit. And sometimes that panic leads to bad decision making. But according to Investopedia, the best way for long term investors to manage volatility is to stay steady on. Um, now, one note here, though, staying the course is often easier when you have a thorough strategy and you know for certain you're diversified appropriately. Okay, so obviously diversification is important, uh, what bucket your money is in, where it's at. And I think some people, you know, obviously it goes both ways. Some people might think, hey, a buy and hold strategy means I have 20 or 25 years and I'm going to make money if I leave it in there. Uh, but that could be a, a misconception as well. Well, it is because even a long-term strategy requires research and an understanding of corporate fundamentals. Now, if you invest in a company that's shown a healthy balance sheet and a solid earnings history, short-term ebbs and flows likely won't affect the company's value. In fact, as the article notes, moments of volatility may be a good time to buy if you think a certain company likely has a good value for years to come. Yeah, that's a good explanation, Sue, and I think it definitely rings true for a lot of folks. Well, and ultimately, one of the strongest arguments in favor of the buy and hold strategy is that missing the best handful of days could significantly reduce your return. Uh, depending on the news source, you're likely to see a statistical nugget that says something along the lines of losing out on the 20 best days could slash your return by half or even more. And as Investopedia tells us, this is mainly true, though missing the worst chunk of days will also give your portfolio a nice kick, meaning that in some cases, you may want to research making trades during volatility, but you want to do so with help. That's for sure. All right. Well, I think that's great. We should probably take a, a quick break here. Cole, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up that uh, no charge consultation with you guys? Absolutely. They can give us a call right now at 715-355-4445, or they can visit our website, retirewithbushka.com, and then click on that yellow book, uh, yellow book now button that shows up towards the top of the page. All right. Sounds good. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole after this. 
Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Bushka Retirement Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. Give us a call at 715-355-4445 or retirewithbushka.com to get your copy. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our hosts, Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. And during today's show, Sue and Cole, you've been talking about what we can do during times of market volatility. Hey, that's right now. It <laughs> is. It we're, is we're, now. we're here. So uh, this is a, a topic that's been receiving a lot of attention in the financial news. I mean, if you look at CNBC or Fox Business News, uh, that's what they're talking about. Uh, what do you have for us next? Well, Tony, let's stick with the Investopedia article that we had talked about in the first session. Now, it next focuses on ways that investing may be affected during volatility. Interestingly, the article explains that some brokerages embrace procedures intended to reduce their exposure to significant market risk. As an example, the article details that previously some market maker firms have temporarily paused normal automatic order executions or even handled those orders manually. Interesting. So are securities sometimes executed differently than during times of volatility? They are, in fact, Tony. Uh, The article urges you to be on the lookout for three things. Delays, digital mayhem, and incorrect quotes. Wait, digital mayhem? That sounds like the name of a a great name for an industrial band. Digital (laughs) mayhem. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Now, let's first consider delays. Volatility often produces a lot of trading, which uh, may then cause execution delays. A high volume of trading may also cause executions to hit prices that are significantly different from the price that was quoted when that order was entered. Um, Ask your firm or firms that you're considering for a rundown of how market makers manage order executions when the market is experiencing volatility. Thanks to the exploding popularity of online trading, many people expect fast executions at price that are very, prices that are very close to the quote displayed on their device. But it's important to remember that certain conditions may mean that executions occur at a price higher than what you were quoted. Yeah, in fact, I just read an article about this uh, in, I believe it was Money Matters uh, recently because of all the volatility. Somebody, you know, nowadays you can just hit a button and buy a certain amount of shares or trade. And uh, somebody at uh, Citibank accidentally made a $100,000 sale, stock sale, like just mm-hmm. all at once of a major stock. And it just uh, it, it, it threw a wrench into the system and uh, it, it caused uh, some uh, a few billion dollars <laughs> in uh, problems (laughs) and it was in the european markets that they made the sale and it couldn't handle it Uh, it was like the nordic nasdaq or something so anyway you gotta watch out for that during these times and that covers delays but what about this digital mayhem i love the sound of that well digital mayhem as the name implies means you may find it challenging to execute your trades because of a system's capacity limits Now, additionally, if you're trading online, 
You may also have trouble getting into your account because of spiking levels of internet traffic. Accordingly, Investopedia notes that many online trading firms provide alternatives like phone trading or talking to a broker over the phone to begin an order. Well, I, I think uh, all of these things you're talking about uh, just add up to one thing. Don't do it yourself. Work with right. a financial yeah, right? services professional exactly. that that has a relationship with professional money managers that they're actively managing your money. Uh, I think when you try to invest on your own and we hit really turbulent times like this, it's so easy to uh, really lose your shirt or at least make major mistakes. And Right. Uh, and, and uh, you know, it would have never occurred to me that, hey, something like increased Internet traffic could make it harder to execute a trade. I was just talking to somebody in Oklahoma City and they had major tornadoes in Oklahoma. And it, whenever a major tornado or storm comes through like that, the phone lines, you can't get through on the phone lines. And so people who are trying to execute trades had no Internet or phone service. And so uh, that makes a lot of sense. But uh, there was a third one there you'd mentioned. What about incorrect quotes? Uh, how does that affect things? Well, I think incorrect quotes is actually a pretty big one because there can be sometimes a significant gap between a quote and the price when you actually uh, execute the trade. So don't forget that during volatility, real-time quotes or RTQs may lag behind what's currently happening in the market. Yeah. In other words... Don't try to do it yourself. I, I think that's the key <laughs> right. once again. But uh, I'm sure plenty of listeners, though, out there are curious about selling stocks when the market's volatile. What about uh, selling stocks? What do you have to say about that? Well, according to Investopedia, in most cases, you shouldn't, though there are some exceptions. Historically, as market volatility lessens, prices rise. So sticking to your long-term strategy during even rough patches may position you to purchase more shares when stock prices are lower. Now, on the flip side, if you need the value of your assets soon or for retirement income, you may want to work with a financial services professional to consider transitioning out of stocks and into more conservative options when the market is volatile. Yeah. Yeah, and if you have a plan in place where you have the money that you're going to be needing and have that um, emergency fund set up and the safer funds uh, and it, where you don't have to touch the growth during times of volatility, that's huge. And that's the advantage of the plans you guys put together for your clients. So that's what's recommended for selling stocks. What do they have to say about buying stocks during times of volatility? Well, Tony, I just want to mention that uh, the concept that you just went through is, I think, uh, painting the picture for having the right balance between what we call red, yellow, and green money. So thank you for making that point for us. Sure, no problem. <laughs> but as far as buying stocks during time periods of volatility, the article notes that if you're a long-term investor, buying during a down market may be a strategy to lower the dollar cost average, or DCA, and pick up shares at a better price. So for example, if you were going to buy $250 worth of stocks every month um, for the next several years, a volatile market can sometimes create advantageous buying opportunities. But once again, let me uh, take the opportunity to tout the wisdom of working with a financial services professional. So far today, we've talked about the market and investing in a very high level and general way. 
And that's by choice because it's very difficult to get into the nitty gritty of this topic during just a 30 minute show. But working with a financial services professional on your asset allocation strategy, someone that's a fiduciary and has your best interests in mind, um, it will really help to uh, make things a little bit easier. They can calmly walk you through the pluses and minuses, the risks and rewards, and different rules and regulations that might play into your overall plan. And it just helps to provide a bit more guidance and peace of mind when you know that there's somebody working on your behalf that has your best interests in mind. Yeah, that's huge. And so you've talked about both selling and buying stocks during times of market volatility, but what can people do if they want to limit their losses without having to sell? Are there options? Well, great question, Tony, because the article explains that if you don't want to sell any of your holdings, but want to try and limit losses, you may want to consider protective puts. Now with these option contracts, you have the right to sell the underlying stock or index at a specific price. Now you can set the price below the current market and if it drops below that price, you can be stopped out for losses. Now while buying options do come with some expense, it's also a bit of a stopgap for your portfolio. Now as this segment draws to a close, let's take a quick look at limit orders. During times of volatility, a limit order, which is an order placed with a brokerage to buy or sell a predetermined number of shares at or better than an agreed upon price, may be a solid strategy move. Now, while limit orders may be slightly more expensive than market orders, they still may be a smart play because the price you purchase or sell at is already set. So conversely, a limit order doesn't guarantee execution if the limit price is not met. Now, listeners, uh, we've been talking about market volatility today and what you might be able to do to help protect your money during these rough patches. And clearly, market volatility is an emotional issue. And I think it's been in the news a lot. Uh, People have had increased anxiety because coupled with inflation, uh, people are concerned So I'm glad we're talking about this, going through this. Uh, What do you have now for us to conclude this episode? Well, let's stick with today's theme of market volatility and discuss how you may be able to avoid overly emotional decision-making during times of significant market volatility. Now, there was another CNBC article entitled, Here Are Three Tips Every Young Investor Should Follow to Avoid Emotion-Based Investing and it has some terrific insights. Though let me add that the word young doesn't need to be in the article's headline because this is information that I think any investor of any age would find useful. Well, and that's a good note. So what's the article's first tip? Well, the first piece of advice is simply to prepare yourself in advance of market dips. Now, this ties into something that we discussed earlier in the show. Markets aren't going to be up or down or even stable forever. Peaks and valleys, ebbs and flows, all of these are normal. And if you want to put assets in the market, you have to prepare yourself for that reality. So work with a financial services professional to build a strategy that you feel really good about. And when the market surges... Don't get too excited about it. And when the market craters, of course, don't get too uh, down on yourself about it. Take a deep breath and commit yourself to sticking. uh, 
take a deep breath and commit yourself to sticking to the strategy that you worked so hard to build as long as that strategy still makes sense. Right. And as you've been saying today, both Sue and Cole, market volatility can be scary, but if you can cut your emotions, stick to the plan, you're probably going to thank yourself and your financial advisor down the road, right? That's right, Tony. And though market dips are really scary, it's important to remember that the market can rise just as quickly as it drops. Therefore, as that CNBC explains, keeping your money invested during fluctuations is what may help your cash grow over the years. Now, once you've decided to allocate some of your assets to the market, keep telling yourself that market volatility is simply the cost of doing business. Now, if you play the long game, you're going to see ups ups and downs, and that's just the way it is. Right. It, it is. And again, I think we need to remind our listeners that this is a deliberately broad look at market volatility and in investing, because I know you guys don't have time to really dig into a lot of the specifics, uh, and everybody's different, but uh, working with a financial services professional to get a more nuanced view of investing is so important. Yes, absolutely. And thanks for that important reminder, Tony. The article's next tip for avoiding emotional decision making during market volatility is to consider index funds. Now, I can certainly understand the romantic draw of picking the next red hot stock when it's still low and making so much money that you get to jump into your vault of coins Scrooge McDuck style. (laughs) But unfortunately, that's just not a reality. Well, it's not a reality because Scrooge McDuck is a talking duck, number one. (laughs) And and number two, Cole, he's a cartoon character, right? So You're so right. (laughs) But I can envision it. You painted a great picture there. That's right, but it's also not reality because, as the article makes clear, the odds of turning a few thousand bucks into several million are very long. Now, a strategy in which you try to outsmart the market is really no strategy at all. Well, the smartest play, in my opinion, is to make sure you have diversified investments and to accept that. In most cases, the notion that there's a magical formula for choosing stocks that will greatly outperform others is mere fantasy. Now, once again, market volatility can make it easy to lose your head and forget your strategy. But this is precisely the time when you need to gather your emotions and recommit to the plan. Right. And that's the key right there. Uh, Work with a professional. Don't make emotional decisions. Uh, Stay the course. So great show today on market volatility. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Well, Tony, just one final reminder for our listeners. If they are not completely confident in their strategy or their current financial professional, now is the time to get a second opinion. So give us a call and schedule a complimentary, no cost, uh, no obligation consultation with one of our advisors by calling 715-355-4445 or visiting retirewithbushka.com right now and clicking on that yellow book now button. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for a great show today, Sue and Cole. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. Bushka Wealth Management, LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC, and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.